uh, uncle well, Emuncho is very, very, very critical uh, in, in our in our whatever we do. So you find about the um, it's similar. The it's doctor, similar I think, is done. Uh, doctor Musanje is here. I, I know he has uh, some uh, his young best friends he plays with. Doctor Musanje, have you listened uh, to what we are saying here? Yeah, and it's, uh, first of all, uh, I'm back today. I don't have uh, my mother-in-law. Is go back in Zambia, and uh, my grandchildren, they are somewhere else. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Good, are, good. We can have you, you a little bit. That, that, that is, hello? Go ahead, go ahead, Dr. Musang. Yeah, what you are discussing is true. Even um, uh, what you have in Nikaonde is the same. Uh, my uncle is a very important person. If something like that happened, uh, my dad has not to, to do with it. Uh, my uncle is um, is the one who is supposed to be handling it. And my my real uncle, you said it correctly, uncle is the brother to my mom. Uh, the brothers yes. of my daddy, uh, they are also my my daddies. That is yes. the way we were yes. brought up in our tradition. Yeah. So that's the Tonga, uh, your, your culture, Bianchi. Uh, uh, that's your Tonga culture there, I just explained. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So you find um, it is uh, 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 in, in the street, uh, in the in the Kaonde streets, uh, way in the village. Uh, most people, if you don't know their name, you address them by uncle. Uh, they are Munsho. You don't call them dad, but uh, you address them as the uncle. So when I said Munsho, I thought it was this man who I just called in Mr. Um, uh, Timpa. Yeah. Uh, even in the same age, sometimes they all address themselves. As a as uncle, that is how critical uncle is. So he's thrown away here and there. Um, I, I I guess I don't know why it is like that, uh, uh, Pianki, but um, I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, uh, where is this man, Kelvin? Why is the uncle seem to be very critical uh, in our cultures back home? Uh, because of uh, because of uh, the belief systems, uh, the traditional belief systems, uh, there's uh, certain things that uh, your father cannot talk to you about. Example on uh, issues to do with sexuality. Uh, when you become of age, uh, your father, your mother cannot uh, talk to you about those things. So then they have to find somebody in the family, and usually yes, uh, the uncles on the mother's side uh, are the people identified. And even aunties sometimes, uh, or oh, not even sometimes, even aunties, I think, for the women. Yeah, aunties, right? aunties are critical so, too, yeah. Yes, mm. so, so they have to find that one person that can talk to you about these things. It's it's a question of the belief system. I think so it's a male, that one person is... Timpa, my young man that, in Timpa can, can elaborate. That <laughs> one male, that one male talks to the the male child and the... Auntie talks to the female child. Yes. That sounds very right. Yes. Yeah. The the auntie talks to the uh, f- female female side, and uh, yeah. uh, ne- never your dad, never your your, your mom. Uh, yes, they may, but it is uh, considered uh, not nice. 
so they, they get the information. Uh, actually, Roger, the, the 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 message is initiated by your parents in the background. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's exactly. initiated in the background, uh, so your uncle becomes yes. uh, kind of like the intermediary because when they speak to you, they have to go and report back to your parents. Yes, yes, yes. That, 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 that is very true. But um, uh, those were setups. In my view, that kind of system was set up when we lived in a village. Uh, your uncle was over there, your, your this one, your aunt was over there. But now that we are in town, or some of us were here in Canada, and I've got issues with my, my son, I have no, no uncle I'm going to go to talk to him. So it has Send to be it me. To him. Send it here. Send him here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a dilemma. I think it's it's a big one. We may ignore it. We have ignored it. But uh, it, it, it is a big one for, for some reason. Um, uh, I, I don't know. It, again, if it is our culture, we may not be very, very free to speak sexuality with uh, our children, especially if they are they are women, we we we, would, we probably we don't even know we have an idea what what to say to them. So we we are in a small pickle, but um, whether we are losing we are losing culture by being in the diaspora, we are not very sure. But we find ourselves in that uh, situation. Yeah. Um, so that is a little bit about uh, our culture. When you go to the Tongaland uh, Pianki, you should not be lost. Go around uh, there. If you see someone, just call them, Uncle, how are you? They will know you are from there. They will welcome you. They will give you some mavis. Mavis is, uh, I don't know what mavis is. It's not, it's not like yogurt, but it's fermented uh, cow milk. And they use it to eat with a lot of stuff, with rice. With uh, with Inshima, they can eat uh, with Inshima. So um, that is uh, that is your your lesson for today, Pianki. Don't don't forget that. I won't, well, sir. I won't, Uncle. Yeah. Muisho. 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 Very nice. So um, a lot of stories again. Uh, uh, coming from Zambia, all over the world, we want to ask. Uh, actually, on top of the hour, uh, this was on a discussion on my Facebook page. Uh, Ross Shelton uh, wants to be connected. Uh, Ross Shelton is a farmer. Uh, is, is a farmer in, in, in Zambia. Um, he says he, he could be connected. Uh, we, we are asking uh, one of our, our platforms. Uh, when we go to um, to Dallas in September, we are going to be talking about uh, agriculture transformation. Uh, what role uh, can we play? What what can we do? I don't know if we have given it a thought. We have already started with um, um, the tourism. We have started there. Uh, my good friend Musawa is. Uh, haven't seen him. I need to do follow up on him. He's supposed to lead us with education. We shouldn't let him. He's going to lead us in that area. 
but today, uh, on top of the hour, we, we are going to uh, look at uh, the agriculture transformation. And one of the things we are looking at, I think, everything we want to talk about when we go to Dallas is stuff we have covered. It's not new stuff. It is stuff we have covered. And we have talked about mechanization. Uh, our people are still using 16th century tools to cultivate the land. Everyone knows you cannot go very far with uh, that kind of technology. So if we said um, two-wheeler trucks, uh, they cost about $1,000 each, can this be an improvement to the livelihood of our people back home? How can that be financed? How can we help that uh, finance our sources, not our pockets? So we'll do that. Uh, before we do that, we have uh, a lot of questions. Uh, in Nathan's uh, uh, discussion in the past uh, team, we had people who were tired, yawning, we can hear. Please uh, just uh, take your phone, or if you are eating or something, we can hear, stuff like that. Uh, mute your phone, uh, that is okay, but then we can, uh, we can, we can go ahead. Uh, today, a lot of stories. A lot, a lot, a lot of stories. I'll stay away from uh, this. Uh, one of the questions uh, I'm looking at uh, nowadays, I don't know if people agree with me, uh, Kelvin, that uh, the African story uh, is beginning to change. Uh, we had uh, the story of terrorism, the story of civil wars, the story of disease. Do you see what we are all seeing, that it's beginning to change? You know, these people are fighting to go to Africa, the Chinese, the Americans. It is now about business. Do you see what I'm, what I'm seeing, Kelvin? Uh, yes, uh, yes, absolutely. Um, there was a U.S. Uh, politician that made a comment. I think he must be a former president. I think Jimmy Carter. He made a comment that uh, we've been uh, fighting wars uh, since time immemorial. Uh, China has not fought a war. You know what I'm saying? They are focused on exploring business opportunities in areas, you know, before that, uh, you know. No, wait a minute. Wait, before you go far, wait a minute. Who said that? Not Qatar. I think it's go ahead, anyway. I think it's Jimmy <sighs> Qatar. I can't remember the exact uh, individual. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so that that answers your your question. With yes, we're seeing a transformation, right? There are areas uh, in Africa today, yes, which are war torn, but it's because we have superpowers that are engaged in these activities to destabilize uh, these areas so they can loot uh, the resources. But guess what? I like the game China is playing, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Going in, uh, you know, on on a financial level, right? Although I don't like their policies of uh, corruption, manipulation, uh, you know, you know, finance-wise and things like that, but guess what? That's the language we need to speak. Uh, that's why we need things like uh, FIC to start uh, imputing uh, uh, accountability. These monies we are seeing today will never last forever, right? Like, uh, like we are saying, we were in, a, you know, a war phase. We're, uh, we're slowly moving out of that. We're now in the investment phase. But guess what? These phases uh, have, a, have a shelf life, 
right? What's going to come after the investment phase? So we have to take advantage of the inflow of money into our countries, be accountable, and establish one systems, establish growth. You know what I'm saying? Cement that growth so that we start weaning ourselves from foreign investors, right? We develop a highly skilled uh, you know, nation, skilled in business, in engineering, in technology, in health. We'll be self-sufficient and dependent on ourselves in, in years to come. But if we are not accountable today, we're going to miss this great opportunity. You see? So, yes, there, there is a like transformation that. happening. That's true, like Roger. That. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't have to open my mouth. I can't add nothing to that. He's absolutely right. This is going to be yeah. an easy Saturday for me. Surprisingly, uh, surprisingly, Mr. Pianki never says Kelvin for president. I'm I'm heartbroken, sir. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I haven't read you. I haven't read your book yet, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, what he says is absolutely right. China, you are part of China's Silken Road. The Silken Road is a avenue for their manufactured products to come into your country. And that's what they're going to look at you at. It's not no secret. We've seen these things before. They want to use Africa as a uh, as a place where they can produce, uh, I mean, sell their produced goods and services, whereas you will become lazy and don't want to do it yourself. Right. To, I, I don't know if others want to add on uh, what uh, Kelvin uh, has done. Uh, we are looking at the implication of uh, the changing story, uh, the changing narrative. If uh, the African story is changing, uh, as Kelvin put it, if the African story is, is changing uh, from war, from disease, uh, to that of business, innovation, uh, uh, to whatever, something good, what 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 would that what should that mean as we listen to to that? I think Kevin said quite a bit, but I want the others also to to think through through it. What what this means? Uh, what the new narrative? What a new story means? What this new story, Mantimpa? What does it mean? Um, first of all, I agree that um, a lot of uh, positive trends have been uh, recorded and. Um, the image of Africa, but I think it's like by percentage, it could be like maybe 45% positive. The older stories are still there lingering and, um, you know, as harmful as they have always been, you know, where, you know, they portray disease, you know, poverty, you know, and underdevelopment as the meaning of, of Africa. And the the only thing that I appreciate the silver lining into the China influx in Africa is that they are making the West wake up. You know, they see yes. that Africa could yes. have an alternative uh, financing yes. mechanism. So that brings competition, yes. and competition yes. uh, will be a win-win for us. I agree with you, Mish. Uh, I, I I agree with you. I think the changing narrative. China may have something to do to do with it. 
uh, yes. while the West only uh, wanted to uh, portray Africa as a place of disease, China mm-hmm. has come and is saying Africa is a, can be a partner, although they have their own hidden agenda. Anyway, yes, we don't trust do. them as well. But yes. they are not coming with that disease narrative. You know, it also, is a, a, a wonder. The, the Chinese, with all with all their you know shortcomings, they have they have that respect. You know, they don't come in and boss you around. So all, a lot of the problems that we see, the negativity with the Chinese kind of trade, is something that we can we can fix. You know, corruption. Yes. They, they they just exploit because it's, we we have uh, weaker institutions. You know. Yeah. So they 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 find uh, you know an opening, they will utilize it. So if we mm-hmm. have stronger institutions, that's on us to fix. No, we should. You mentioned now corruption. I, 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 I wouldn't say I, wouldn't, I didn't want to, to mention it. Uh, while the narrative is changing from that of uh, disease and war, the corruption narrative doesn't seem to be going away. Because it's true. It's there. <laughs> it's not a perception. <laughs> you know, like how they, how they blow up this disease. It's a disease continent, that continent uh, Oh, civil, oh, civil they, war, especially civil war, yeah, civil when we have like, several countries, know, and we, only four countries are in We don't even know war. what the civil war is, anyway. So, yes. you know, but yes. but we, we are all wrapped in one and painted uh, with the same brush. But with corruption, because corruption is really, really, really there, you know, it's a different, uh, you know, aspect. Dr. Patrick, good morning. We are talking about uh, the new African. Good morning. We're talking about the new African narrative, uh, which is uh, emerging. Uh, It is very, very exciting. I would say exciting time uh, because the new narrative of new narrative coming. But there is one baby still uh, doesn't want to change. Uh, her act or his act, and that is the uh, baby corruption. So anyway, we we'll deal with, with him. I think as things as uh, things go. But what what is your overall overall sense, Doctor Patrick? Uh, as others have said, your overall sense of uh, the African narrative, the African single story, as it were, or as it's come a bigger story now. Hmm. Wow. Is this, I, can, I can approach that. Um, my answer to that is, is multifold. And in answering that or bringing some solution to it, it would depend an answer. So let me just look at one particular point uh, on corruption and then expand corruption to the second point. In order to remove corruption, you have to remove the financial enhancement behind corruption. Financial enhancement, talking about money and what one can get out of it 
by deceiving the other. So if you reduce the financial incentives, incentives, then you can reduce the amount of corruption. Uh, with respect to looking at how best we can address that at the at the conference, I think the best way we can address it is do not bring any problems to the minister unless you have one or two solutions. Uh, no problems are worth being brought up unless you've actually thought it through and came up with a solution. So problems with solutions is the only way to go, and that's not only at our conference, but also globally, nationally. Never approach something with problems or complaints unless you have a solution or a direction on where to get those answers to the problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is interesting, Dr. Patrick. Uh, don't bring up something. Uh, but on overall, uh, what we, uh, we, 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 we want to write with Dr. Patrick is uh, uh, again the new the, the new story the new narrative uh, which is emerging from uh, from Africa. Uh, this this baby people will sort it out. Uh, they, they will sort it out. It has happened in uh, Algeria uh, soon. It has happened in Sudan. Uh, as Zambians keep uh, crying, they will sort it out even in Zambia. And the government knows that it's a matter of time. Uh, I'm not scaring them. Um, I, what I'm seeing is the, the new interest. These people who are coming, I think we have talked about it on this radio, would want people um, to partner with. Uh, people who are ready to receive uh, uh, these, uh, uh, the, the new influx uh, of uh, investors. Not everyone who is coming to Africa wants to come and start. The Chinese, of course, they want to start on their own. But we know even in Zambia there is a, I don't know if it's a, a rule or a law, I don't know. The difference uh, is that now all major contracts, uh, they have 20% has to be done by the Zambian. If they are making a, ro a road, 20% has to be done by the Zambians. So this new interest, what I'm seeing, this new interest which is coming, it is saying to Zambians, it is saying to Africans, be ready. To, to be in partnership, to do something with uh, the, the investors. I may be reading the story wrong, uh, but my, opti uh, my optimistic mind tells me it's telling us to be, to be ready. Um, How the, 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 the only way to be ready is what we've talked about during and throughout our program, and that is to be ready with a business plan. You, 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 there's not going to be a new interest, and there's not going to be readiness if you're not playing on the same page. And when yeah. individuals come, in, come into the area and they have a business opportunity, they're <laughs> going to see whether or not you can respond likewise. 
If you right. don't respond with the same language, business language, then therefore they're going to show you how to do something. And that just translated means that they are going to run the operation. While they're showing you, they're taking the money out and not paying you equivalent sums. So therefore, be prepared. And the way you can be prepared is to have a business plan and to know and to speak the same language. And if I could say something, no foreign company should come to Zambia and control more than 50, 49% or 50% of it. Zambia should control 51% minimum. I went doing work here in the United States, and that's in my state. I was listed as a minority business. You know, it, it had perks that go along with it. <laughs> and for verification, I had to own 51% or more of this company. If I didn't, then they would not give me the designation. So it should be the same thing with your country too. But the thing is, is that you have to be prepared and available in order to to to. You have to be able to do fifty-one percent of the project with your skill, labor, uh, techniques, your 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 investment, whatever. You have to be able to cover your 51% of the cost of doing the project, either in manpower, skill, labor, so on, so on, so on. That, that, that is the way I feel it, uh, Bianchi. Number one, you, you mentioned the laws. Uh, our countries should be uh, adjusting the laws uh, of the new the newcomers. That way we, we, we are ready when they come, the 51% you, you've given. Uh, Dr. Patrick is saying you should be armed with uh, uh, a business plan, which I agree. But I think they also want us uh, not only a, a business plan, in my view, is a theory. What have you done so far? Uh, you what know, what, what kind thing. of problems have you faced running your, your, your company for us to be uh, willing to, to mm-hmm. partner with you? If yeah. you say the only thing you have is a business plan, they may have a problem. Right, you have to have a resume to go with it. And Dr. Patrick is, is, is good, but let me let me add one more thing too. Now, if I was the president of the country, this is what I would do. Yes, the Zambians own fifty-one percent. Then, in the language of the contract, at a future date, you should be able to buy out that foreign investor so that you own one hundred percent of the company. Okay, will that make it uh, attractive for investors to uh, to come in our no, country? No, because investors yeah. want their money. Investors want to make their money back as as fast as they possibly can. They don't want to stay around and dine and wine and marry you. They want to make their money as fast as they can. <clears throat> but uh, it doesn't make sense. Fifty-one percent majority ownership in the company with provisions whereas you can buy out your other investors for their 49% so you can hold the country company 100%. Uh, that's where it should be. Roger. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I think to 
me, and, and, and this is just uh, my personal opinion, I think to me the focus, uh, you know, in our country is not to innovate. The focus is let me make this money right here, right now. Uh, I'm, not to, I'm not going to focus on innovation. I'm not going to plan 5, 10, 20 years from now. Uh, I'm not going to bring on board uh, maybe a son to teach them, uh, you know, the business ways and things like that. It's all about let me make the money right here, right now, go out there, buy me an expensive car, uh, build uh, a mansion, and things like that. You see, uh, it, it all speaks to preparedness. Now, when, when Dr. Patrick insists on a business plan, Roger, a business plan yeah. will have short-term goals and long-term goals. It's not theory, right? Because what you're putting in there is based on uh, uh, well-researched information. Uh, do we have data about economic trends in a certain industry, in a certain sector? Do we have competitor analysis, right? Do we have uh, investment costs and things like that? So once you put together your business plan, that becomes your business Bible, right? That is the way of living for your business, right? You have to review it from time to time. How many companies uh, started by Zambians in our country have a business plan? Very, very few, right? <laughs> so there you, you find that, yes, yes, you find that uh, uh, your business is premised on getting a contract because such and such an individual is a politically exposed individual using the fake report uh, language, right? But then what you forget is that uh, that individual won't be in that place uh, forever. So how are you going to sustain your business when this individual is gone, right? So it's all about, and I agree with Dr. Patrick, it's all about making your business plan uh, a go-to document at every stage of your business operations. It's not a, a static document. It is something that is dynamic, something you can change up based on the conditions uh, obtaining you know, uh, at, at that particular time. So it's all about, uh, again, a mindset. What mindset do you have to, to grow your business? Uh, do you have a two-year plan? You make $1 million, that's it, you quit and you start uh, lavishing? No. It must be incremental. It must have a 20-year plan. It's like development. Today, every African country is talking about development, but they want to rush through these things, right? Uh, just real quick, do you guys remember when uh, the MMD came into power? Which company did they give uh, road construction contracts to? Phoenix, right? Phoenix would, uh, would construct a road. Uh, six months down the line, the road has potholes. How did that happen? You know what I'm saying? So these are some of the things that we must focus on, and I think to help our citizenry, government must make sure that, first of all, we have uh, maybe an entrepreneurial school, just purely, purely entrepreneurial. It must not be theory-based. It must be theory and practice-based. We have to develop a citizenry that understands business. We have to have uh, business coaches, coaches who understand uh, business. We have so, so many former executives. Those can be the resource for us. You see, those can be the resource. We need a monitoring system. If, uh, if 
I take uh, 120 credit hours of, you know, some business-related courses, I have to be able to come up with something to show for it. Then, before I engage in a certain business, there has to be this unit that's monitoring me at every point, okay? Uh, establish a business, yes. What's the business plan? Do you have a business plan? That business plan is reviewed and approved or, or denied by this unit because they are specialized. Only if we do those things, we have to be patient developing these things, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I can wake up tomorrow and call Timpa and say, Timpa, there's an opportunity. There's a guy in government that can give us a contract. Let's go ahead and uh, form a company without even thinking things through. And you know what else, Kevin? You know what else, Kevin and Roger? This is 2019. December the 31st of 2019 your journal for 2019, which sets your milestones going into 2020, should have been met. Do you pick up the journal for 2020? And the same thing, December the 31st, 2020, you should have either met or surpassed the goals for 2020. That should be carried out 10 years and all the way up to 2030. If you want to operate like the big boys do, and I've seen these journals. That's what you got to do. Uh, Roger, it's, it's, I hope you recorded what Kelvin just said. Oh, and yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should repeat that. You should repeat yeah. that from time to yeah. time because yeah. that is the answer to many of your questions. That's the answer yes. to many of the investors who are coming into Zambia wanting to make a lot of money without Zambian input. If you had that system in place, or if you're developing that system that Kelvin spoke of so uh, so wonderfully, then you will take a huge step towards yes. independent financial development. So um, kudos to Kelvin. Kelvin, that's that's it in a nutshell of what you know, I've been I, I, I want to agree with you and uh, uh, um, uh, Kelvin. Uh, that's uh, with you especially uh, this business plan you've been uh, talking to us about every day. Uh, I'm one of those individuals, Dr. Patrick, who sees opportunities just about every day. At least I think of three opportunities, and the first question which comes to mind is, what would Dr. Patrick say? about my business plan. And when I, even through my head, without even writing anything down, I can see problems in my business plan in my head. Then I abandon it. That's right. So this business plan talks, Dr. Patrick, don't even think it has, it has been falling on deaf ears. No, no, no. <laughs> Not by far. But, um, yeah, no, thanks, uh, Kelvin. Uh, that, that part, that's right. Dr. Patrick yeah. has said yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Bella, did you have a comment here? I see you are showing. You are not just listening, but you want to say something. Mr. Bella, in Atlanta. Okay. Okay, so uh, the, uh, all we have said is uh, the new... Uh, African narrative uh, is here. Um, please, let's be ready. Uh, 
don't know if a, a, a confused a messed up person like me, how many business plan I'm going to have. Maybe I should have just a template. At least it looks about this and this. If I have this idea, I can just, uh, you know, fit in uh, uh, here and, uh, and there. So I have to work on those uh, sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, like I said, on top of uh, the hour, I want to. I would like to call our friend. Uh, um, I, I, I wish uh, uh, this man called in today, Musaba, uh, because he had very. Uh, I don't know if it, I would call them challenging stories, uh, challenging questions. Uh, you wondered whether. Uh, actually, he said people are happy to use the uh, hard holes. Uh, Incas. And you believe that? And uh, no. Roger, you believe no. that people are happy that they use ancient tools? They use <laughs> But that is Musaba. Musaba. That is his way of thinking. That's the thing. When people talk about the diaspora, they, they, they're like, how would somebody think like that in the 21st century? You know? <laughs> don't I, 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 I wish you could because it. Because it's their defeats, uh, It defeats its OOD objective. Quite frankly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I I followed the I followed your conversations. I just didn't comment, but I I was. It wasn't like, necessary to comment, Kelvin. It wasn't yeah, necessary I, I to comment. The, just look at it and you just say like, yes. How would people be they say, well, they like it. <laughs> no, no. online. Please go in. And defend your thesis. Uh, uh, so, um, going to Dallas anyway, uh, we want to, uh, one of the things we look at, the platform we are trying to build is the, the agriculture. Uh, one, one time, Dr. Patrick, our Munshaw and Timpa here, uh, that day. Oh, no, he came back. He came back. He was uh, the one suggesting uh, on him. We should have uh, him. Um... We did a, a value chain for cotton, uh, but uh, this time around we want to see if it, it's small tractors uh, were to come. These are $1,000, as uh, uh, Kelvin. $1,000, two-wheeler tractors. Two-wheeler tractors are 1000 What kind of business can business plan can we build uh, so that our, our, our people uh, in our generation, they would say we had children, first and foremost, in the diaspora who came together and said enough of cultivating the land with a hard hole. This is like a, a stone age stuff. We have to stop. So we want to find answers. Uh, Shelton calls in if he is going to be available. He calls, or I'm going to call him. Uh, I, I want to ask him uh, how can we organize uh, ourselves or uh, as far as uh, reaching out to the villagers, um, how can they pay? How can, how can we make this tool uh, available uh, to our villagers? According to Musawa again, they have no money to pay, according to him. But what can we come up with? You know, this is why we go to school. You know? You can, um, you can, come, up, you can come up with what Calvin mentioned earlier, training, yeah. entrepreneurial yeah. training. It's no sense. You could be one of three things. You could be a philanthropist, you can be a donator, or you can be an investor. 
a business investor. If you're going to be a business investor, you're going to give money in order to get so, a return. Don't, don't, your don't, return. Empty, don't empty the discussion. It is uh, on top of the hour. I'll have nothing to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is on top of the hour. Please uh, keep thinking how we can organize our ourselves. Uh, is okay. it me and my moonshots uh, on our private discussions? Uh, getting mad, our president gets a plane, 100 million. We do the calculation. How many of these tractors could have been uh, gotten uh, for our poor farm- farmers? Anyway, that's a side story. Um, <laughs> that's a side story. That's a side story. Uh, let me go to. I have a thought. I have a thought for the water cooler. <laughs> you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned every Saturday. You mentioned the president and his new plan. Let me ask you this: Do you want the president to arrive at a at a, a international meeting in a in a, on a train on a boat on a on a, a chartered plane with a group of people, or do you want him to appear as a president of a country, a proud country? Can I answer that, Doctor Patrick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm turning up the water cooler. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah Mr. Patrick. Have you have you ever attended like uh, the the parents meeting at a school? You have rich parents yes. and you have poor parents. If you are a poor parent, okay, in the Zambian situation, you're gonna get your bicycle, pump it, and 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 cycle. You just look at the time, like. Uh, I'm not driving. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna need extra, extra time, to be there on time. If you're a rich parent, you, you're gonna push up your Mercedes Benz, fill it up with the gas, and drive the five ten minutes uh, distance. So, if you're this foolish parent, you don't have enough money in in in, in your in your income, uh, you know, uh, cycle, and and you say like, oh, to make me look like the other parent has money. Let me let, let me hire a Mrs. Ben, and that money is, is gonna cost uh, all of your months uh, money for millimil. What are you gonna do? Just to make first, I'm giving you that example because of what happens here in in, uh, in 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 the United States. You you have you have countries, rich countries, that who uses regular cars. You know, they may have one Mrs. Benz just for that particular UN, uh, you know, trip. Yet our poor countries, Uganda, Tanzania, Zambia, Zaire, they are always going to buy the 2019 Mercedes-Benz of the highest class possible. Why do they do that? Their country's income doesn't match the luxury that they are portraying. So you are saying the the president of a poor country can even use a commercial flight as long as it's safe. It has happened, you know. A president of a country can live on the Hilton Hilton Hotel. He's still gonna be safe, but he's gonna he's gonna save a lot of tons of money. You know, a diplomat who is from a poor country can live in Queens and and still live in a three bedroom house in a safe neighborhood, and he's still is gonna make it to the UN every day. You know. What you are saying is the thing that happened in the government where they say, well, you want the president to look poor. Yes, he has to look poor because we're a poor country. He has to match what we have. Let me, let me, 
don't do that, Dr. Unfortunately, uh, what good does it do to a president who is coming to an international meeting looking very exquisite, very expensive, but back home he has workers who have not been paid for nine months? What good does that do to a president who refuses? Dr. Patrick, a hundred million uh, jet, uh, when he can easily, uh, a country, not that we can afford, but he can have a plane at lesser value than hundred million. When in your own hospitals, your children are dying every day, there's no medicine, but you decide to, di to divert that money to a jet. What good are you as a leader? I, unfortunately, I, I, unfortunately, the um, developing countries, they are competing with each other in order to get to, get to the table, the table of the multi-corporation. And what happens is when the individual, see, the individual leader of a, a developing country, they have to weigh one or two things. And those one or two things is one, impression at the international table. If you appear at the international table with nothing in your pocket, you will most likely walk away with nothing in your pocket. None, no uh, developing country with the uh, mega corporation. Dr. Patrick, that is, that is the syndrome, especially we in the black uh, culture, in black community. Uh, I saw it in the United States. We are big on impression. We are huge. Yes, that's right. But go to that's our right. bank account. We have a different story. What exactly. Is that's right. Exactly. Exactly. It, that's true. Exactly. That's true. But but the, the 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 issue is it's all that you said is true. But the mindset still exists that you have to impress. And that's what's happening. And because, because we agree with you. You, 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 you may be right, and you are always right on here. Look at the young man running Facebook. Uh, he has one T-shirt. Yes, which yes, goes, yes. He doesn't does care he which meeting he's going to. <laughs> he doesn't care. Well, he doesn't. You know? See, he doesn't, he doesn't have to dress up because you know he but, has uh, the money. But, uh, also, also, Dr. Patrick, you would like to know that uh, the reason that the IMF is not giving Zambia money is because the IMF sees wh what we are seeing, you know? Exactly. They say, like, you, you yeah, guys exactly. want $1.5 billion, and why, where true. are you going to spend this money? You understand? So all that impression thing, it can even uh, be a negative thing somehow to smart lenders. They'll be like, okay, this dude uh, comes in with this expensive uh, car, and he wants, uh, you know... Uh, money that is you know that is equivalent to the value of the car. What sense does it make? Make. So, Dr. Patrick, to our dear president, unfortunately, this uh, this baby, we we are not leaving it alone. Uh, that plane, <laughs> we and 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 and, and, and the, the problem, Dr. Patrick, is that. Right now, we don't even, probably they don't even have money to pay for that play. They can easily default, and they'll get it away from, from them. Easily. I have, an, I, have, I have another question. I have another question, and <laughs> it goes directly to the plane. It goes directly to the plane. 
when the president travels on the plane to these international meetings, what does he bring back or what has he brought back? Has anyone answered that question? What has he brought back to the country flying to these international meetings, these business meetings? What's the return? Well, we can tell you, as far as the, the Zambian people, uh, Dr. Patrick, in our region, you be you would want to know, uh, since the, the PF and especially Mr. Lungu took power, we are investing less than 1% in education. We are putting less than 1% in education. Uh, since he came to, 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 to power, maybe he found no medicine in the, in the hospitals. That is the story up to today. The suffering you know of the Zambian you're... people is through the roof as we speak today. And I don't like using the word suffering. I want to use the actual things which uh, 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 people are going, are going through in the, in the country. I said the post uh, office workers, they are going to work, Dr. Patrick. They go back to their, um, to their children with nothing to eat, with nothing to give their families to survive on. For nine months, no paycheck. Who can do that in the United States of America? And you, they let you go. That is why our people are complaining every day when they see him at the airport, traveling, going to places, or coming here. That is why they are complaining. They, we have not seen the fruits of your traveling. Our, well, our GDP right now is at 2.5%, Dr. Patrick. 2.5% That's what I'm GDP. looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those fruits. And I think there are... Um, people out there that can come back and tell us, or officials that are out there that can tell us what type of fruits he's been bringing back. Because rest, rest be assured there is something, contracts, deals that have been signed on behalf of Zambia by the president. And that's what we want to know. It has not, it, it is not distilled down to the, the everyday worker. But there's somewhere throughout the government at higher levels that are receiving the fruits of those travels, and that's what we need to look at. But, but then what, what good uh, is it if it can only uh, 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 benefit those who are at the higher level when we have, uh, is it uh, uh, 50 or 60 percent of youth unemployment? What good is it you know what, uh, the travels of You know what goes on, Roger? Your leadership bargains off, will bargain off your natural resources, and they are basically just receiving a commission for doing so as an intermediary. Do you understand? So if Luger goes and talks to, let's say, China, and say China wants access to something, well, it's not going to benefit the whole country. And Luga is going to receive a commission, a finder's fee, basically what we call it here in the United States. That's what's going on. And the answer, and one of the answers to those type of contracts and those type of deals that's done in the night and is brought out in the, in the dawn of the day is every five years, every four years, most likely what the year before election, that's when you have your say-so. That's when you respond. That's how you 
find the answers to the to the questions in which you find Lugu um, flying around in the, in an airplane in a jet. That's when you do it. You can start now, as a matter of fact, as to why these contracts, these deals are not filtering down to the common man. Why it's not being dispersed throughout the educational system, the health system. And if you look at it, that jet, the price of that jet is not going to fund one educational system in a district, least to say a province. You need to find out what those contracts are going to be, how it's going to be expanded. When Lugu sits down with a, a prime minister, who and how is he going to, that's how we should develop. That's what we should look at. How is it going to be distributed throughout the provinces the, and the district? The, the plan, Dr. Patrick, is uh, symbolic of right, uh, right. Good, good, good management of resources. Um, uh, those of us who attended a little bit of class in economics, there was a, a term they used so much and that was opportunity cost. So here you are as a, as a leader. You have a choice either to buy uh, a plane or you have a choice to invest into uh, buying every district about uh, 100 tractors, uh, these small tractors, in 100 million. It can easily finance that. So according to opportunity cost, as a leader, uh, because you want your friends to go and see you, you choose uh, the jet. Uh, we, the people, well, see, say... When we go, uh, yeah. When we get to the tractor, buying the tractor, uh, I know we're going to talk about it in, in, the, in the next hour, at the top of the hour, but when we talk about the tractor, don't buy a tractor if the tractor is going to stay out in the field. Buy a tractor that you know that the purchaser is going to be able to utilize that tractor and develop an uh, economic umbrella around the tractor. It's going to be used from day to day out where there's going to be an investment. It's, it's, well, it's, Dr. Patrick, remember, remember why I mentioned uh, the value analysis we did on cotton? That is the reason why. Because you saw how many jobs were created just by what we, we went through the other day on culture. And yes. even the tractor you, could have the same effect yes. on the country. Yes. 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 So yes. we, the Zambian people, are not, are not supporting Mr. Lungu as far as uh, the wastage is concerned. It's, it is, by the way, it is not just a plane. If it is just a plane, his friend Kangame has a plane in, uh, in, in, in Rwanda, a very expensive one. But because people are seeing the goods and services uh, being uh, delivered by government, they are less. Uh, so our people are complaining in Zambia. We are we are going to bed without food, and then you are showing off in a new jet. We have a problem. We have a big problem. How's, how's that water cooler? <laughs> it is not going away. I'm going to play a short song, and when I come okay. back, I'm, I hopefully I can get um, 
my friend um, Shoto uh, to, to help us put some some meat uh, to the to the discussion. Actually, I'm at at my my wife's home in Lusaka, oh, and okay. I'm sitting here with uh, Kingsley Kachenjera, who's in charge of the the founder of uh, Small Scale Farmers yeah. Farming as Business. I'm sure he knows me. You, you, you know. Uh, he knows me. you, and we <laughs> we just happened to come round, and even even uh, Sebastian Scott's here, and I forgot to tune in because we were so busy chatting. To say, okay. I don't know. We posted one time. I need to. I need to put you in that uh, group, uh, uh, Ross, about uh, the goats. Uh, I posted something uh, on um, on small scale farmers. A lady suggested we we form a cooperative, and now we have a cooperative about to be registered. That's how powerful that group is. Wow! Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, Ross, uh, you saw the discussion we were having there. Uh, this yes. coming September, we are going to Dallas, Texas. Um, I don't know if you are coming. You should come. You are a regular on this radio show. Um, <laughs> one of the things we are going to talk about, uh, agriculture, is uh, the transformation. Our people still using a hard hole. Uh, Lucas, Lucas Ross. Um, yeah. uh, I live here in the prairies. I'm surrounded by farmers. I see the farmer when I'm going to work, he's doing his job um, in the morning. By the time I come back from wherever I went, he's done. 
but those are big machines. And then I think of my people in Kasempa, they have to toil the land for three months. And if you look at the size where they have spent three months, I feel it is all punishment. How do we change? How, how do we change this? In a very minimal way, not very expensive, how can we change, uh, transform the way agriculture is done? Um, first and foremost, I'm just talking about the, the mechanization part. Uh, is there anything we can do, Ross? Certainly. Um, there are more and more machines being developed. We've got one of the small-scale farmers there, or the members who's actually a big-scale farmer in the Karoo, or in the, in the what do you call them, the Orange Free State. He's called Mike Chris. And uh, you'll see his posts every now and again. I think he posted this morning. He's, he's designed another um, machine for small-scale farmers to help them with weeding in the row. Well, in South Africa? Yes. Okay. And he's very much part of us because um, he comes up here to the agriculture agriculture shows and he's consulting with us all the time what machines do you need he, he's just he's a farmer but he's also a, he's a passionate engineer so he's trying to help people you know design appropriate machinery <clears throat> so it is happening um, the problem with mechanization is right now nobody can afford it and you know our people don't necessarily have the idea of how to maintain it and how to you know that's not a high skill in this country. So there's been several attempts to mechanize, you know, send big tractors out to communities to share as cooperatives, but most of them have failed over the years. Um, and what we're saying is, look, right now, people are making a loss. There's no way they're going to afford a, you know, even soap. Because the way of farming that we're doing is it's not working, and I don't think I think you'll find that most people in America are making either very little money or a loss. <laughs> Lucky enough, they've got good subsidies there, and they keep going. The same with Europe. There's very efficient subsidies, and it keeps the farmers on the land. But uh, even in Mukushi, most of the farmers are actually broke in Mazabuka. They've got good crops, yes. The management is good. But uh, I think the crisis right now is that we don't have a profitable way to farm, you know. Okay. Uh, I, I'll still go back to mechanization. You saw what I posted uh, on my Facebook page, we, sure. uh, uh, which is a two-wheel a two tractor. Um, compare that to what we are using right now and uh, something like well, that. Well, it's not – I mean, it's not entirely true also. Okay. You know, a lot of most farmers in southern and eastern Australia are using draft power uh, with cattle. Okay. And uh, that's uh, Sebastian started using that now because he wanted to test that system, and he, he's really loving it. He started using a plow, uh, just plowing very shallow, using cattle to pull the plow, mm -hmm. and it's really it's made his life very easy uh, as compared to when he was planting by hand. Um, one of the problems is that we've also lost a lot of cattle. We've lost 80% of our cattle in this country. Um, at the same time, your mechanization to say that everybody's not using it. One of the hottest sales that goes on in, in Lusaka is these small tractors. Uh, hundreds of people are buying them. 
the 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 two the two wheeler tractors or the 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 main one? Yes, two two wheel tractors. Okay, so you stay with me. They've That's become so popular. I, I want so hundreds are buying uh, a rose. Uh, we we, yes. we want mass. We want a lot of people to benefit from that. Uh, not uh, not only just about the uh, hundred. Uh, you gave me some number one time, if you remember, of uh, small scale farmers in Zambia. I think you said we have one thousand five hundred. Is that correct? What in the whole country? The whole country, yes. There's about 1.5 million farmers. Yeah? 1.5 million. Out of 1.5 million farmers, Ross, how many of them do you think have access to a tractor like that? I think everybody has access. Uh, not everybody's making enough profit to afford one. You know, even in Mpika, there's people selling the tractors. They are there. The access is there. But, uh, you know, people, not everybody's managing their efficiently and I think that's largely to do with the policy that we've been pushing for a long time 50 60 years now um, you know it's just become unprofitable I, I, I understand to... about the unprofitable but a pack how can we make it affordable to those who cannot afford it right right now how can we make it affordable Ross? by helping them improve their productivity and their profit. And the only way to do that is to really help them to reduce input costs. A bag of fertilizer in 1975 was the same as a bag of maize. Today, you need five bags or six bags of maize to afford a bag of fertilizer. But clearly, we've got to move away from these expensive inputs, and then people start making money. And at the same time, when you move away from those inputs, your soil improves, and you start now uh, finding alternatives like manure, which also improves your soil and, and the capacity of your soil to hold water, and then you'll have enough money to buy your own tractor. Roger, Roger, As can I when ask you need Ross it. a question? Okay, go, go Ross, ahead. Ross, uh, this is uh, okay. uh, Dr. Patrick uh, in uh, North Carolina. Go ahead, Dr. Patrick. Uh, Ross, you, you made a statement in which I do hope you develop and I do hope you come to the conference in September. You stated the problem is, is and the title being a possible, a possible way to farm. If you can develop a course or a training and putting that forth with, I think, a great deal of people will benefit from it. Um, if, you, if you can put that together or pull that together and give it as a presentation, either before the conference or during the conference, many, many people, not only in Zambia, but even in the United States, would benefit from. Because that, that is the problem. And the problem is a profitable way to farm. So think about that yes. and, and, and work on something because that's that's profound what you just said. <laughs> well, I think the whole the whole world is in transition right now. Agriculture is definitely in transition. You know, it's that's it, right. I, I that's found right. people in Sweden when I, I, you know, I went to Sweden a month ago and uh, to see my daughter in the south. And to be honest. Those farmers had exactly the same problems as people here. They've got a more exactly. forgiving environment, and that it's, it's 
pretty much wet all the year round, so it doesn't degrade so quickly as here. But they've got the same problem. Their, their inputs are so high, they can't make money. All of them are in heavy debt. And their <clears throat> soils are finished, man. They, they're like rock-hard concrete soils. And, you know, this is the end of this phase, and we need to redo agriculture. And we're only a little part of a huge movement around the world which is looking at regenerative agriculture how to regenerate the soils, how to regenerate, how to hope that you're going to get better and better yields each year. And none of that involves much fertilizer or chemicals. Uh, how have they improved the uh, uh, bottom line, uh, uh, Ross? Uh, okay, go ahead. Somebody uh, wants to go. Kelvin, go yes. ahead. Y- yes, uh, Mr. Shenton, uh, good, good afternoon. Hi, Kelvin. Hi. So I'm uh, I'm running an IT company called uh, Kinetico Technology Solutions, and one of the uh, sectors is agriculture. I'm uh, uh, coming up with uh, an e-agriculture initiative where we want to use information technology to to improve and strengthen the agriculture sector. Uh, with this technology, uh, what we're trying to do is provide weather forecasts. Uh, we want to provide better agricultural practices, better marketing exposure, pricing, you know, reduction of our cultural risks. I know investment in technology is high cost, but what I'm trying to do is come up with a cost-effective way to develop this technology and apply it uh, to the Zambian situation. Uh, I'm definitely going to need, you know, expertise from people like yourself and, uh, you know, your other, you know, farmer connections to to come up with something like this. And I hope it's okay uh, with you if I can maintain a level of contact uh, so that you can provide, uh, you know, some kind of guidance. Right now, I have a team of developers in India that, you know, uh, I'm using to brainstorm on this low-cost of uh, technology. Is that something you would uh, be happy to provide guidance to? I think it's an awesome idea. And there's a guy called Ben War who is also involved with some wealthy investors from India. And between them, they developed something called Aggregator. And uh, okay. Aggregator is using, you know, trying to aggregate small-scale production to demands from, you know, big demand. So a supermarket will put out an order, and instead of them getting it from one big farmer, they would get it from right. a bunch of people who've got the platform, and it's working very well in California. It's kind of... Okay. We, we wanted to see how we could roll it out here, because here the market is desperate. I mean, you know, ShopRite, yes. all the big supermarkets are, are importing stuff from South Africa because they can get consistent quality and supply. Uh, but our, right. our small-scale farmers are all operating on their own, and they're not aggregating. They're not talking to each other. So we've just spent the afternoon here and yesterday talking about how to get people to start cooperating, how to get people to start clustering. And definitely a platform like that would be very useful for some farmers here. Not everybody, because a lot of people don't even have the power to charge a phone, and they don't have a, a smartphone. But... We've got 457,000 members on this uh, Facebook, um, and most of them, I mean, obviously they've got good phones, otherwise they wouldn't be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and, um, right. You know, so automatically you've got this group, Small Scale Farmers Farming as Business, which is uh, Kingsley Kachinjela, 
Um, I'm an admin, and I think Seb's an admin, and there's a whole bunch of lovely people who are admins, and we try and keep it clean and just about agriculture. But talk to the group. Yeah, please, come, bring ideas. That's what we need. Okay. Roger, you've just experienced the power of Zambia Blog Talk Radio. Did you hear that partnership uh-huh. that we've witnessed <laughs> just right now? That's awesome. That is awesome. Keep it up. Keep it up, my brother. Okay, okay. I, 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 I'll take you back to my, my original reason I brought you here. Um, now, you, you are going to outline for me, uh, uh, Ross, uh, 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 to my uncle in Kasempa, uh, the steps he's going to follow. Uh, because I'm feeling his one hectare is uh, not doing much. He can't send his children to school. He can't uh, pay medical bills. He's uh, so poor. So here is my uncle with uh, one, one, one hectare. For him to improve his bottom line, what should he start with? Well, the first step is to really understand that early planting is critical. So planning ahead, getting, making sure you've got enough seed and enough whatever you're going to use. The cheapest thing to use if you've got livestock is manure, and it's the best stuff to use. But if you really want your manure to work well, you've got to start preparing it at least six months or a year before you use it. You know, most of the most of the manure in this country is left in the crawl the whole dry season, and all the nitrogen just goes up in the air. It's volatilized, and by the time you use it, it's got no nitrogen in. And most of the crops we're trying to grow need a lot of nitrogen, so especially maize. So yeah, we go in the crawl every day. We collect the manure the whole year round, even in the rainy season, and we heap it, and we make sure it's covered all the time. And even when we plant, we we put the manure down and we make sure it's we cover it with a hoe quickly with a bit of soil, just so that the sun doesn't steal the nitrogen. This makes we we're just talking about it now. Normally, people would use you know 50 or 60 scotch carts of manure for one hectare, and now we're down to using two scotch carts or three scotch carts because we we we're improving that manure so much. Mm-hmm. And the other benefit is it kills the weed seeds because it's cooking in that heat. And so, you know, one of the big resistances here is when you use manure, it, 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 you get a lot of weeds. So the, the women hate it. Now. now we've solved that problem. <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, my advice is don't wait, for, don't wait for inputs under the FIFIP system. The input system is really badly organized and your inputs always come late. And, so people plant late because they get their inputs late. But if you can get your crop established with your own seed even, I mean, even even uh, open-pollinated village seed, um, which you've kept back from last year, it'll still give you four tons. The national average is two tons, so there's no point in going for a hybrid. Just get up to four tons, and then the next time you can buy hybrids. But for now, even open-pollinated seed. But the critical thing is to get it in on 15th of November. Are there farmers you think uh, we can um, uh, find? You, you, you said a lot of them, uh, they've got these two, wheeler, two wheelers. But are they still out there, some we, 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 we can find? Uh, with our connection, with our numbers, 
because my thinking uh, uh Ross is that um uh, our numbers here in diaspora a thousand of us just yeah. putting ten dollars each a month yeah we can buy quite yeah. a number of those things so yeah. do you still think there are quite a number of people we can reach uh if we got organized so in 10 years we've been talking about that we never get organized but in one of these dreams one of these days we get organized do you think there's still a um, critical mass of people who benefit from that program definitely you know whatever how people can get here but what we always say is that you can't really help an individual there's there's so many issues here which where people need to get together as small-scale farmers if you're a small-scale farmer in zambia you're very very weak you're in a very weak position in all sort of ways you can't you can't control fire you can't control grazing you can't control security you can't fix your road you can't do much alone but when you get together and and that's the critical thing that's what we've been talking about for two days as i say and it's just how do we get people to start talking to their neighbor, calling a meeting of their catchment and saying, right, let's solve our problems together. And then, you know, let's get together and start coordinating our planting, whatever we're trying mm-hmm. to plant, and make sure that we can supply consistent bulk amounts to big demand, even though each one of us is producing a little. But if we put it together, whether it's mushrooms from the forest or fruit from the forest or insects from the forest or vegetables from a bunch of vegetable gardens we need to work together and it just solves so many problems so what i would say is that when you're doing this program try and encourage people to form into groups and then get you know get um <coughs> you know help people in groups if you like i like that i i i do like that R- right now uh in some areas of zambia we are facing uh, drought, con- drought conditions, but the other day you were showing some nice full river uh, passing through. Uh, this dryness is not going to go away anytime soon. <laughs> no, I think I think the 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 weather report. You have to pre- prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Right, <laughs> that's what my dad used to say. You know. Yes. Yes. But it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for sure. There's there's erratic weather coming. I think the the amount of moisture in the air now is causing some pretty big heat exchanges going on, and the and the climates are changing. You guys are getting a lot of whirly whirly whirlies there, kaburu vurus, you know. But what do you call them? Tornadoes. Oh, the kaburu vurus. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, uh, thank you, um, Ross, and um, definitely not the, the last time. I'm still going to be calling you on this. Uh, maybe you can be of help organizing some groups um, in, the, uh, in Zambia, in rural areas especially. We see if we can organize per, per group. I don't know if it's 10. Uh, if we found a, a tractor, uh, there are a thousand. Are they even expensive, Ross, those things? How much are they? No, man. The Chinese ones are really cheap and they're very well tested. Everybody in China. My dad went there in 1979. He says everywhere you just see these these tractors, these two-wheel tractors. Everybody's got one. Yes. So they are not even... So they're there. I, they're about... Yeah. No, they're about, you know, $1,800, I think, for one. Yeah, $1,800. So if that yeah. can save, uh, uh, let's say, 10 
a group of 10. Uh, is, is that possible? Um, in, in terms yeah, of I would, I would, I would encourage you to to start talking to people on the Facebook on this uh, big farmers group. Four hundred and fifty-seven thousand members. That's a good consultancy. Yes, you know, you're going to get an opinion, which is really good and um, aggregated. Yeah. So uh, we will definitely, we're, we're always willing to help. We're always in some community somewhere in Zambia talking to farmers. Yes. And, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so, I'll, I'll this is Sebastian be... Scott. He's just going to say hello to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who, who's well, that? Who is that? Yeah. Hi, this is Sebastian. How are you? I'm well, my friend. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, we are here in diaspora trying to solve all the Zambian problems. No, that's good. We're together. <laughs> so, good talking to you, my friend. Thank yes. you so much. Yes, yes. Yes, Kingsley Katinjela. He just wants to encourage you to join small-scale farmers, farming as a business. <laughs> okay, Kingsley, how are you, my friend? I'm all right, and you? I'm well, I'm well. Uh... Like I was saying to Ross, uh, I posted something about goats. I don't know. I actually it's you who approved it uh, about uh, uh. Uh, the exports. That thing now has given into a cooperative. We're just about to register a cooperative. Is that not awesome or what? Ah. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. So uh. today we were discussing with him. Uh, we want to start organizing groups uh, in Zambia. See if we can organize uh -huh. our in diaspora, uh, invest into these two-wheeler uh, trucks and help out our, yes, yes, uh, yes. our rural uh, fellas. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, you have a good, uh, wonderful afternoon, you guys there. Uh, we'll continue uh, with the remaining time here on my radio with my friends. Thank you, Kingsley and everybody. Thank you, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, so Dr. Patrick. Uh, Kelvin, you can hear me. If you could, if you could see my face, you'd see me smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, that's that's the, that's an outstanding segment. If we can get some of those individuals to the conference, mm -hmm. it'd be wonderful. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is good. I've, I've got my fellows here who, have, who haven't. Uh, they dropped and came back. I'm, I'm so sorry. Dr. Musan, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not sure if you have any comment uh, on what has just happened here. Uh, Dr. Patrick thinks it's, it is awesome. It is wonderful. Uh, yes, I've been listening. I uh, listened to uh, Mr. Iriti Shelton. Yeah, Shelton. Uh, Shelton. But you know, you and me, we are Tongas. We have problems with these uh, English names. It's Swedish names, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, what we, we need to do on the, on our side is to organize your ourselves and the and the buy uh, even just one one of those uh, is it a tractor? I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah two wheel uh, tractors. They call them two wheel tractors. Yeah, that that you want me uh, two wheel truck, two, one two wheel tractor. 
if we we are able to afford more than that, that would be great. But let us start doing something. Uh, you can count on me uh, to make. Uh, I will call it an investment. I will not call it. Uh, a donation or something like that. Oh, that's I don't know. that money back. So, so donations will, they will never take us anywhere. I Me, mean, I don't give donations. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is this uh, um, Sokotwane phone with the background? The uh, Pam Sokotwane. Good morning. Good Good morning, Roger. Good morning. No, it wasn't my phone. I was on mute. Okay, okay. So again, my question always goes to. Um, was it Kelvin I was talking to the other day? Uh, wh- whatever we want to do, whatever we do, our our thing is about numbers. That's all. As individuals, uh-uh, we cannot do it. As individuals, whether we are going to be promoting Zambia as a tourist uh, uh, destination, it is going to be about uh, numbers. Uh, whether it is Musawa's uh, education or OD. It is going to be about numbers. Whether the platform is about uh, investing into these uh, tractors so we can end the suffering of our people in Zambia, uh, once and for all, they have at least uh, they can have their lives back, which have been lost for several time, for several years. You know, instead of farming for three months, we reduce it to one week. Is that not awesome, Mr. Um, it is. It is awesome. Really, and um, just going, what you're saying right now is can solve the problem of what Ross was talking about. When Ross was talking about having people to get together in small communities or as, as, as a group, <clears throat> if they can get together and have those ideas on how they can develop their farms or how they can do certain things, then those small-scale farmers will really, really be productive. It's the same thing you're saying now. When we have more than two minds together, then we can be, we, we can be very, very productive. So, but, but, but you know, the, the, the thing is how we have grown up in Zambia as farmers, we've always done things on, on our own. We've always done things that this is how my father did it, you know, so I'm going to do it this way. We don't see what the other farms around us are doing. And if we did do that, most of the time, we would be very, very productive. Because they think that we don't know that the other farmer might know. They think that we know that the other farmer might not know. So if we share <laughs> ideas as a community, we will realize, how, you know, the power of, 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 of having more than one brain. And, and, and it goes with everything else in, in, in society, in, in, even in a neighborhood. It doesn't only have to do with farming. But whenever there is an idea and there's more than two or three people, I think you're more prone to, 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 be, to, be, to be more productive. So in this, to, to in this add, endeavor... That, I, I add to that, you know, as you are, are, are speaking, um, you're saying our people, you know, they are used to, to this. Maybe they don't even know the other way, okay? Nowadays, I'm sure they can see Roth was saying it is a question of uh, uh, affordability. But uh, uh, I've, I've told people on this radio, I live around farms here, you know? The children of the diaspora, the Zambian children of the diaspora, 
we have seen how life can be for a farmer. Yes, they may not be rich, but they don't have to to experience what our mothers, our grandfathers experienced. Go to the farm, come back tired, hungry, then your mom wants to start looking around. Ah! No, we, we, we can help. You know, we can help. They may be used to what they are used to, but I, I think we, the children of the diaspora, who have seen these things work firsthand, we, we should we should be able to find uh, some solutions for them. And, and all, like you like you were saying, all it takes is for us to do it for one or two people. Then the other people start seeing it, and then they want to start getting get, get, get interested. Exactly. So all it takes exactly. all it takes is that exactly. one person to show that this thing can work, and then everybody else, you know, follows suit. I mean, a lot of people exactly. are scared of t- taking taking risks. Exactly. Risk. But if one person takes that risk, and then every everybody else will will follow suit. So we yeah. need to with, do it. Just, with yeah. with proper with proper entrepreneurial training, must be training in order for it to be an investment. If you if you don't provide the training, then you're resulting donating tractors. But if you provide the training then it will become an investment. And we need Roth, uh, individuals such as Roth, to to sort of be the shepherd on showing how you can make it profitable. No and you know, Dr. Patrick, you, you, you supplied the answer to that, to training. Uh, yes, the Roth yes. uh, has all the information we need. We can uh, go, go to them. Uh, uh, Noel here is saying, uh, all it needs is uh, a group of us, uh, like Vamusanje said. That's right. If ten of us uh, came together, that is, uh, let's say it's 180. If it's 1800, 180. I can easily find a loan, and then we say, people, 180 dollars. Uh, how many months can it take you to pay? You know, uh, I don't know if it's 20 dollars per month or what. And it. We, we can just find, instead of fighting for a village, again, we find people on uh, small-scale farmers. So which, which people can organize themselves? We, we have a, and here is our business plan. Here is our um, plan for return. Uh, we need a return, of course. When we get that money back, we'll be able to give another, another group. We get that money back, That's right. we'll be able to give it to, to another group. That's right. That's right. And I would like I would like a report out from Calvin on his discussions with Roth to see how that collaboration develops. Okay. So Kelvin, if you need his uh, his number is on my speed dial. Is uh, is my personal friend. Uh, I know him personally. If that means anything. <laughs> I would definitely <laughs> I definitely need it, Roger. I definitely need it. Yeah, I'll send it right I'll send it right away. Uh Titus. Hello, how are you? We are here, my brother. How are you? I'm good. You you've been listening um uh, patiently. Uh, are you going to be the first one to uh, oh, Amusanje is the first one. He has signed, signed up. 
uh, for us to find a two-wheeler. Are you going to be the second? Oh, you are set. Uh, I'm so going to sign up for it. Are you going to sign up? Sign me up. Sign me up, Roger. Sign me up. Roger, Roger, you know what? You know what question we forgot to ask? Yes. We forgot to ask. We forgot to ask Ross how many women are in his organization. The the, the small scale farmer group on Facebook. It is huge, Doctor Patrick, and we're talking about huge. In, so, the, in the leadership role. In the leadership role in that meeting that Ross was just in, how many women? Uh, let, let, let me again explain. It is a, a group. Um, uh, it's a Facebook page. It has no. It has admins, and the admins all they do is approve stuff which is coming. Uh, this one is posting this, so they don't uh, administer anything. They, they they don't control what is said or what is done. People just post on there, and then people go to read. Um, like my group, uh, like uh, uh, if you remember, Doctor Patrick, uh, I, I love Zambia Block Talk Radio, Doctor Patrick. I really do. Um, this cooperative, if you remember, Doctor Patrick, it started from a show we did about um, a, a billion dollar industries in Zambia. We don't have a billion dollar industry uh, other than copper. That's when I went back to the internet. I looked at things which are happening in Zambia. Then I picked on the goats. I did some analysis. Um, the countries which are exporting goats, uh, Zambia was not appearing there. But I posted that analysis, Dr. Patrick, on this uh, group uh, managed by them. Uh, again, it is not a group that makes decisions. No, it is just a group where uh, it, it is like a forum where people just post the stuff. Exactly. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, 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 yes. So from there, now people can create their own groups. Like uh, I've been appointed uh, uh, the chairman of our of our group of the cooperative um, because uh, people thought I was uh, the founder. But we have this wonderful lady, Cletus uh, can talk about her. Uh, she's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady, very hardworking. Uh, she's uh, working hard to attend our conference. Uh, in the in the goat uh, uh, the, the goat uh, cooperative, uh, what we want to do is support us. Oh. I have already you know, talked Roger, to her about could, you. Yeah, Roger, we could we could we could finance her if 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 later on or before the program is up. You you let me know where we are with the challenge. Okay, okay. Um, she may be coming on radio maybe as soon as next week. I talked to her, but we have uh, outstanding. If you have a business plan, everything written up, uh, we want to start talking uh, now uh, so that come uh, September when we go to the conference, uh, maybe even a memorandum of understanding would have been developed and signed before we go to, to Dallas. Is, uh, the, 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 the plan you would have already approved the business plan because there are a lot of questions which arises from a business plan you want to ask. Uh, when we go to Dallas, it's going to be two days. Uh, there is no, not, not going to be enough time to ask questions and answer. So we want to do that as much as possible. So uh, Judy may be with us as um, as early as the next week. 
Uh, she's the vice president uh, of uh, the God's uh, Cooperative of, of Zambia. Our aim one day, Dr. Patrick, is to export a billion dollar worth of goods. That, so that this is what we've been doing on, now, on this radio. <laughs> send out the challenge. To send out the challenge again. And with matching funds, send out the challenge and the deadline. Let, let, everybody, let our brothers and sisters know. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I apologize, Brother Kretas. wanted to ask uh, you, you should have jumped in. I'm, I'm sorry. But he gave his phone to, to his buddies there. So I thought maybe he was tired. Uh, but I, I apologize. Uh, yeah. So very exciting stuff uh, are coming up. And we, we think uh, we may be making noise here and there, but I think our, our, our platform is, uh, is coming to shape when we go to Dallas. We, we have a platform for agriculture, and that agriculture, um, one of the things uh, uh, Judy is going to do when she comes, or even before she comes, we are going to be inviting members of the cooperative, those who are willing to sign up as, as, as members. Um, those will be part of the package we are going to put in the business plan uh, so that when we present it to Dr. 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 Patrick, uh, it, will, it will be a favorable uh, uh, response it will receive from from him. Yeah. Um, with Ross again, uh, we're Roger. talking about the two wheeler, the two wheeler trucks. Uh, yes, Dr. Patrick, <laughs> you're on Roger. fire right now. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One more thing. Do you recall? I, I'm sure you recall, and and the listening audience uh, recall as well. Um, ooh, ooh. It had to be maybe seven or eight eight months back in which we addressed um, programs, anything that we develop or create. It has to have a, a, a part that have in mind of addressing uh, employment for disabled, handicapped individuals. So do, we still have that out there, don't we? We have a brother, uh, a disabled brother, who is very, very active, uh, Daniel. Yes. Uh, he's that, right. very that, that, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay, okay. Yeah, we have a brother who is um, um, very active uh, in, in, in that area. So, um, like, like the saying goes, if you... You live in water, you are a fish. You never know that you live in, in water. So a lot of us who are okay, who are not disabled, Dr. Patrick, we need reminders to, because we don't go through these challenges. But uh, if we have a friend like Daniel who meets these challenges every day uh, for being disabled, I think he's going to be the best person to, to work with. Uh, with. Um, I'll find a way um, to connect him to the, to the radio as well. Uh, so that we can see what kind of program uh, we can uh, 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 work with, work with uh, as we go forward. Right, not a not not a uh, um, a special program. It's an inclusive program. Whatever we do, inclusive. we include. Yeah, yeah, inclusive inclusive program. Okay. Uh, I'll come back to you, Titus. I don't, I don't know. Dr. Patrick, I think he, um, 
caught you at, at your, your neck. I'll be coming. I'm coming back to you. But, I'm, I'm, I'm yes, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, miss. But go, go ahead. Not anyway. a problem. Not mm, a problem. I know. So what yeah. what I wanted to to ask Rolf is that um, you see Rolf comes from a farming community. You know, I I used to know the the father. I don't know if he's still there. He was an old man even by that time. He's been a farmer for a long, long time in Mukushi. So Rolf became a member of parliament for uh, Mukushi North in 1991. And uh, they are the very powerful agricultural team. I think he was in, um, in the Parliamentary Committee for Agriculture. He said, Dr. Guy Scott. And my question to him was going to be, you know, you know, what's the the, the vacuum between the farming community and the police makers, you know, because and and uh, you know the techno the technocrats on the other side, because we have very brilliant guys at Mungush House there. You know, they come up with all these things you're asking about. They already knew and they they tried their, some projects, you know, try to win people from using the hall to use uh, plows, from plows to tractors. You see, those are the things that they are they had already known, knew and there were a lot of projects that were tried in Zambia. So those things fail. So my question to him as somebody who has been, you know, a lawmaker is, is where is the gap, you know? Because mm, we can mm. say, like, oh, we in the diaspora will try to help you guys the way we always promise, you know? Oh, what can we do? What can we... You know, those things they can help only as far as it, 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 they can help. The people in Zambia are laying, yes, you know, to fish, mm. you know, to do it. And it's, it's not like there are a lot of donors that have that have tried to help the agriculture sector in yeah. Zambia. You know, the Finnish, the Norwegians, the Swedish, you know, so you you can count them, you know, Netherlands. And and the thing is their projects, once it, it, it expires, you know, the ideas go back with them. So where where is the disconnect? You know, that is where what I, I like that to give us. A... I like that. I, I, I like. Well, that's why I want to become president because I'm going to make it illegal uh, to to use a a, a hard hole. It's going to be illegal in Zambia. If I see you with a hard hole, you are in trouble. You'll be very. very... <laughs> you have to find a solution before you ban it. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to commit about 20% of the GDP to uh, to farming, to agriculture. Yes. Beca because what we are talking about uh, here, gentlemen, is that uh, from a family which was uh, doing one uh, hectare, all of a sudden they are able to do five. Just that simple thing. They are, they are able to do five, five hectares. If the, the crop doesn't fail, the, the family is happy. We, the, invest, yes. the investors, are happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the arrangement we're going yeah, to make is that, uh, you know, after you produce, you give us a bag of this and this. If we have any of them. Yeah. Can I try to answer Clayton's Can I try to answer Clayton's question for if I can? Where the yeah, go ahead. Is? Go ahead. Clayton, Clayton, in my opinion, yes, I think the disconnect has come in where the investors and the ministry are not in connection like they used to be. Now, I feel like the ministries do not have the power to make the decision of what projects need to be done. I feel that 
uh, that connection is not with the ministry, it's not but with other powers. Because if an investor and the ministry of and the minister of agriculture start together and say, these are the projects that we're going to help you with, how do we move forward? Things would be done very, very quickly. But now there is a bigger chain, the bigger bureaucracy. So by the time the ministry of or the minister of uh, agriculture gets involved, some of the power and the juice has already been taken. So I think the minister of, of, of agriculture or the ministry have to have enough power to be able to make these decisions on their own without central government. I think that way things will be done quicker and there'll be more productivity. So I think that's where the disconnect is. The ministries do not have the power to, 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 to make these decisions that they should be making. Political influence, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, oh, Greta, oh, the Titus, 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 Titus. Come alive, Titus, come alive, come alive, my brother, come alive. Your, your comment. Hello. Your um, comment, Titus. I didn't get right what was going on, so. Okay, that's But I can add, you can no, add no. me on whatever is going on. How <laughs> are you? Uh, uh, people will be cut, their, their, their throats will be cut. Are you okay with that? No, 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 no. I didn't hear that. <laughs> it's about a tractor. So, Dr. Patrick. It's about, um, it's about two wheeler, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Dr. Patrick, so is the, is, uh, the agricultural platform making sense? Very I jump around, so sometimes I, I, I will not know if it's making sense. Uh, please very uh, let strong. Us know. Very strong. Makes great oh, sense. Oh, I like that. Yes. This, is great, okay. this is a great agriculture program. Excellent. Okay. 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 Uh, I, I brought him because um, Kelvin last time uh, told me uh, how I wanted to be an expert in everything. So I said, no, I'll, I'll find an expert. So here he is. Uh, I hope all of us found him uh, of, uh, of help. Um, Roger. As we go, I'll be writing, Dr. Patrick, I, 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 I need a write-up. Uh, one of those yes. days you do me uh, a favor, you send me a write-up on, on this, I'll be so happy. Uh, there's a website we are we are developing. So Excellent. Yeah. Roger, your, your input could, could you, yes. could, Roger, could you say something? Could you say something about the challenge? Um, the the matching the matching matching, matching funds. My challenge. Matching my funds. matching funds challenge. Yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Patrick has given us a challenge as Zambia Block Talk Radio uh, for our, our radio. We come up with the half of the money required. Is going to match it. He is going to match it. Uh, he has also promised uh, those who are coming to the um, to the conference with uh, uh, bankable. I'm going to call them bankable uh, business plans. Some of them will be funded there. So those who are listening uh, online and uh, want to come to Dallas, please start working on your bankable uh, bankable business plan. 
It may just be funded. Excellent. It may just be funded. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is uh, our show. Uh, I'm glad we, 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 we've done this. We've uh, still a number of them to do. We have some in IT. Uh, we need to, to get to uh, in health. We need to get to. We want all these uh, platforms developed. Developed. Come September, we know what we are going to do when we go to to Texas. Brother Kelvin, last word. I've got uh, one or two minutes to to spend. Last word, Brother Kelvin. Uh, no, then I, I, I'll go through the line. Let's keep let's keep tugging at it, and uh, you know. Someday, very soon, uh, we'll, we'll come up with a, a bankable I, I like that. I like that. Mwisho, Bantimpa. Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. As I wrote in the WhatsApp group, I really want this thing to succeed. <laughs> we can't just be talking about it on Saturday. We don't have a lot of time. It looks like September is far. It's not. If you look in weeks, yeah. it's like maybe 12 weeks away, 13. Yeah, it's I mean, the website is ready. You are going to see it's counting the the number of days remaining. It was uh, 102 <laughs> the other day, and now we are talking about mm-hmm. 98 days. 98 yeah. days uh, yeah. remaining. So, yes, right. uh, time is uh, is gone. Uh, but yeah. I'm happy because uh, very rare you, you find people seated down every Saturday. Uh, developing the platform the way we are doing. Uh, trust me, uh, this, this thing will, will, will see the light of day. Trust me, that will happen. Yeah. Okay, uh, Dr. Patrick, thank you again for your input. Um, we always uh, appreciate you uh, coming. Uh, if you have something to add on uh, in writing, I wish I can add on to, the, to our website. I will, I will really appreciate that. Have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, we'll be talking through through the week, not only on Saturday, but uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking. Thank you so much, everyone. Africa arising from Davido. Davido in uh, what country is that? Nigeria. Let's unite and give ourselves a